Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during the 2020 Graduate Recruitment and Placement Fair, featuring Mark McCormack, the Head of Technology of AFLEC Northern Ireland, and Mark Dogan, the Northern Ireland Director of Prince Trust NI, and is hosted by Rachel Corridan from the Queen's Careers, Employability and Skills Department. My name is Rachel Cardin and I'm Employability Consultant at Careers, Employability and Skills. And I want to welcome you to our second day of Lessons from Leaders um, as part of our virtual graduate recruitment and placement fair. Yesterday, you would have heard from some inspirational leaders talking about passion and teamwork. Today, you are going to hear from another two great inspirational leaders in Northern Ireland. I am delighted to introduce our first inspirational leader, Mark McCormack. Mark has over 20 years experience in the technology sector, starting his career as a software developer, moving to business analyst and team leader, and finally progressing to senior leadership roles in management and strategy in organizations such as BT and Citigroup. Today, Mark is head of technology at Athlec. One of the most interesting things about Mark's career is that at university, Mark did not study anything to do with technology, but I'm going to let Mark tell you all about that. Today, Mark is going to talk to you about the skill of adaptability and the importance of adaptability in the modern workplace. Adaptability is an essential skill in the workplace, even more now with times of such great uncertainty. While you're listening to Mark, I want you to think about a few questions. What are the skills um, of it? What, what, why the skill of adaptability is important for your career development? What it means to be adaptable in the workplace as you begin your career in an area of such global change? And if you were in an interview, would you be able to give examples of adaptability? Listen to Mark share his thoughts and insights on, on adaptability. He can help you answer some of these questions. Hi everyone, my name is Mark McCormick and I'm Head of Technology at Aflac Northern Ireland. Aflac Northern Ireland is a new tech company based here in Belfast that provides software development and cybersecurity capabilities to our parent company, Aflac, in the US. Aflac are the largest provider of supplemental health insurance in the US and in Japan and provide health policies that help people manage their finances when they face challenging circumstances such as a cancer diagnosis or heart disease. Putting it simply, we put cash into the pockets of our customers so that they can focus on their health as opposed to their finances. As for myself, I have worked here in the tech sector in Northern Ireland for over 20 years, which makes me feel really old by the way. And I joined Aflac as employee number one in July 2019 to help establish the company here. I actually have a t-shirt that says that. You can uh, see it here in all its glory beautiful colours that we have. This was presented to me on my first trip to our global headquarters in Columbus in Georgia and will soon take pride of place at our new offices here at City Keys on the Lagan River here in Belfast. I hadn't always planned to work in tech. I studied zoology of all things at Queen's graduating back in 1998. I was very into the sciences at school. I think perhaps I harboured notions of studying lions in the Serengeti but unfortunately, David Attenborough was not calling, 
so I had to look at other career opportunities. A new tech training program aimed at graduates from non-IT disciplines called the Rapid Advancement Program, or RAP, was starting not long after I graduated. So I took the plunge and tried something completely different and started out as a software developer, and I've never looked back. In all honesty, it probably wasn't entirely different from my scientific background, at least in the sense that I applied scientific approaches to a more engineering discipline, and I was constantly testing theories of what might work and continuously solving problems. Problem solving is one of the most important skills that you can develop for any career. It's what separates us from the computers. That and empathy, of course, and the crack. I might work with computers every day, but it's the people that make the job interesting and fun. My career evolved from being a software developer to a business analyst and team lead, and over time, I evolved my leadership skills taking on a range of management and strategic roles at companies such as BT and Citigroup. I've led teams of five people and teams of 200 people, both in person and remotely. And you quickly learn that the things that make you successful during one part of your career are not necessarily the things that make you successful later on. You have to adapt and learn all the time. In fact, for me, if you're not learning, then you're probably not enjoying yourself. At Affleck Northern Ireland, we talk about three things that are important to us as a company. Our core values, if you will. Adaptability, resilience and reinvention. Partly this stems from how we feel about Northern Ireland as a whole. A place that has continuously adapted to what the world needs. This little corner of Europe was once the linen capital of the world and then it was the rope-making capital of the world. Then it became an industrial powerhouse and was the shipbuilding capital of the world. And now it is leading with new things such as world-class film studios to becoming a European centre for cybersecurity and IT. Last year, FDI magazine, a spin-off from the Financial Times that looks at the best cities for foreign direct investment, determined Belfast as third in the world for fintech investment, second only to London and Singapore, and ahead of international heavyweights such as New York, Dublin and Tokyo. So this is a place that knows everything about adapting to a changing world, and given our chequered history, knows plenty about being resilient. But it's also a place that can reinvent itself and deliver what the world needs. Where better to build a new tech company? If you visit our offices at City Keys, on one of the walls you will see a huge mural. Well, we love a mural in Belfast. Maybe a piece of wall art is a better way to think of it. Anyway, it has scenes of key global locations for Affleck Northern Ireland. Belfast, Columbus, Georgia and Tokyo. And there on the wall are those three words, adaptability, resilience, and reinvention. They are part of the fabric of who we are. That adaptability was brought into sharp focus at the beginning of this year when the global pandemic with COVID hit everyone. As a new company with around 15 people at the time, we had to react quickly and adapt to what was going on around us. There we were with a brand new team, getting to know each other, trying to establish a culture and a way of working, and one day we were in the office, and the next day we were at home. We had to mobilise quickly to get the right computer equipment to people so that they could work effectively from home and make sure they had the right broadband capability, which can be a challenge when your kids, who should be at school, are now at home playing Xbox. But we did this without missing a beat, and everyone quickly shifted to a new way of working, using tools such as Microsoft Teams to collaborate every day and work effectively on their projects. We adapted to onboarding new people into the company in a remote way as well. 
really taking the time to make sure new joiners got the chance to meet other teams in the company and learn about our culture and values. Everyone's first day focuses solely on who the customer is, not company org charts, not setting up your laptop, just the customer, and understanding why we do what we do. By the end of June, we had onboarded more new people remotely, and there were more people who had never met anyone in the company in person than those who had. But despite that, we had established effective teams because everyone understood the importance of being adaptable. We even had some examples of certain things being more productive because of working remotely. Apart from the obvious aspects of commuting no longer being a hassle, our teams found a way of working in pairs or in groups where they would have one screen open as a video chat channel and one screen dedicated to writing code. So as soon as anyone encountered a problem, they could quickly share their screen and get help from their team. And of course, everyone would see the same issue and the solution at the same time, spreading knowledge quickly across the entire team. But adapting to working practices is only one way to highlight the importance of being adaptable at Affleck Northern Ireland. It's pretty much in our DNA. I say this because even some of the technologies that we are using, although not new and of themselves, are new to Northern Ireland. We are working with an enterprise automation software product called Pega, which rapidly streamlines and automates business processes. Last October, despite needing to stand up a few teams in this tech stack, I could barely find two people who could spell Pega, let alone code with it. Thankfully, I did manage to find one person, our Pega unicorn, as I call him, and with his help, we set about hiring people and training them in the Pega technology. They took their experience in other technologies and layered on the Pega skill set and are now developing new solutions using that product. In fact, they're arguably more valuable than a standard PEGA developer because they have a range of technologies in their locker and so are adept at integrating with a range of different platforms. This highlights the value of those people who can adapt and reinvent themselves. Two plus two starts to equal five. One other thing that we're really proud of is our investment in career changers. We ran something called an Assured Skills Programme that the Department for the Economy supports. This takes individuals from a range of backgrounds and disciplines and places them on a 10 to 12 week training programme, teaching the basic technical skills needed for a career in IT. Not unlike the RAP programme I did way back when, so things have come full circle for me personally. Apart from gaining access to new talent, there's a real advantage to this for companies from a diversity perspective. There has been a lot written about the importance of diversity in the workplace, not just gender diversity or racial diversity, but diversity of thought and the advantage of combining people who approach problems differently. So for someone who has been in tech for over 20 years, it is incredible for me to see someone who used to be a tennis coach work with someone who used to work in journalism alongside someone who used to be a medical doctor and all of them use their newly minted tech skills to solve problems for our customers. It really is so impressive. I mean, none of these things are as good as having a zoology degree, but you can't have everything. So as you look at career opportunities and think about what's next, my advice would be to keep an open mind. We have an education system that is often the envy of the world, but it does tend to force younger people to make some very early decisions in terms of what they might want to do when they grow up. And there's no doubt that it's very difficult to decide your future career path at 14 or 15 years of age, particularly when new types of jobs are being invented all the time. Talk to the majority of people in industry. 
and they will tell you that their educational background is often very different from the career that they have found themselves in. So many jobs and careers rely on the same core skills in order to be successful. Communication, teamwork, problem solving, innovation, diligence, empathy. Couple these with a continuous learning mindset and you'll realise that applying your existing skills to a new situation is where all the fun is. There's an old adage, find a job you love and never work a day in your life. How true that is. So stay flexible, keep learning and find some good people to work with. You can't go wrong. Anyway, enough from me. I hope that you've found some of what I've said to be useful and consider just how important being adaptable is in the modern world. Survival of the fittest and all that. See, I did learn something from zoology after all. Good luck for the future and goodbye. Thanks Mark for sharing your thoughts and yes, Mark studied zoology at Queen's and is now a tech leader in Northern Ireland. Um, some reflections, as Mark says, what makes you successful today will not necessarily make you successful tomorrow. So you need to constantly adapt and change um, and learn all the time. Adaptability is a core value at AFLEC, alongside resilience and reinvention. Um, adaptability has certainly been brought into sharp focus since the pandemic has hit. And one day, as Mark says, you're working in the office and the next day working from home is the new normal. Um, adaptability is in Affleck's DNA. Don't forget, if you harness the right skills and passions, as Mark says, in the workplace, you will never fail you worked a day in your life. So thanks, Mark, for your comments and, and for doing the video for us. Um, next up is going to be Mark Dugan. Mark is our second business leader um, today. He is the director of the Northern Ireland's um, Princess Trust and leads a team of over 70 people. Today, Mark is going to reflect on the skill of courage and as a leader in the Princess Trust, how he channeled, how he's channeled that um, courage to lead his team at this time, particularly over the last six months um, when nothing is certain. So while you're listening to Mark, I would like you to have a think about and reflect on why the skill of courage is important to your career development. What is meant um, to be, what is meant to be courageous in the workplace as you begin your career at a time of global change? And of course, can you give examples of how you've been courageous if you are going to an interview today or tomorrow? So listen to Mark, share his thoughts and insights on courage, and he can help you answer some of those questions. Welcome everyone. My name is Mark Dugan and I'm the director of the Princess Trust here in Northern Ireland. I'm delighted to be joining you here today at the Queen's University Annual Graduate Recruitment and Placement Fair. I've been asked to reflect on leading through change with courage from my own personal leadership journey with the Prince's Trust. I want to start by suggesting that courageous leaders are stepping up every single day across Northern Ireland to face into the challenge of the pandemic crisis. Teachers, nurses, youth workers, business professionals and young people like yourselves who want to give back to the community are all courageous leaders in your own right. You're quite literally being made into a leader as part of this crisis. Now think about that for a moment. Courageous leaders don't always have to have a capital L in front of your name. It's just as important to lead with courage through a small L. So what I want to do today is to share with you my own story and I hope it resonates with you and your own leadership journey. 
and I hope it goes somewhere to help you as you start to reflect on your career beyond university. Now I'm not going to lie to you, it's incredibly tough out there and everywhere you turn to it seems to be like Groundhog Day with bad news. The health emergency and economic crisis has changed all of our lives. And like you, I've spent a lot of time over the past six months trying to make sense of what's going on around us. We're all living through for what for all purposes is a once in a lifetime crisis. The only thing that is certain is that everything is uncertain. For me personally, my biggest lockdown challenge has been trying to find a balance between my commitment as a leader to 70 Princess Trust colleagues, all working from home across Northern Ireland, and being a father to three young children, experiencing lockdown just as difficult as it is for you and I. Like many charities and businesses at the start of lockdown, the Princess Trust wasted no time in implementing a plan to protect the health of our team, our volunteers and our young people that we're here to support. This meant closing our offices and centres in Belfast and the North West, moving our entire team to home working where we shared our virtual meetings with kids, cats, dogs, and I have to say the animals were nearly always the best behaved. Importantly, we relaunched our services online to ensure that we continue to be here for young people. For those of you who aren't familiar with the work of the Princess Trust, we are a youth charity. We provide free support and guidance to young people aged 11 to 30 who need our help. Our aim is to help young people develop the confidence and the skills to land the job, re-engage in education and progress into training. And last year alone, we reached over 9,000 young people across Northern Ireland. Looking back now, it's hard to believe that this time last year, less than 1% of our services were being delivered online. Fast forward to today, and right now my entire team are providing online mentoring and support to young people as far afield as Fermanagh, Downpatrick, Newry and Ballymena, all from their kitchen table using MS Teams. A package, incidentally, that many of them had never even heard of prior to lockdown. The pandemic has forced us all to rethink how we sell our products, deliver our services and build our networks. And fundamentally, it has forced each and every one of us to adapt at an accelerated pace. This brings me to the first of my three takeaways for you to consider as part of your own personal development going forward. In times of uncertainty and rapid change, like we're all experiencing right now, it is a basic human instinct to look for meaning and purpose. My challenge as a leader during this crisis has been to lead with courage, to create a culture where my team feel respected to share their opinions, to have courageous conversations. And the first thing I needed to do was to create a compelling story, what I sometimes call our North Star, that will guide everyone and ultimately give my team a real meaning and a sense of urgency to adapt to the change. This helps to ensure that our fear of survival does not exceed our fear of learning new skills or approaching problems in a different way, which will ultimately make us more resilient and agile as the world around us turns ever more faster and we have to learn to coexist with uncertainty. So there you have it, that's your first takeaway. You are courageous leaders in the making. Never forget that. And in this moment, you need to intentionally decide to get in the game. Yes, I know it's challenging and you will make mistakes and it will be exhausting, but I guarantee what will happen is that the more you step up to lead with courage, the more compelling and ultimately more rewarding it becomes as you develop your skills as an effective leader. 
My second takeaway in many ways builds what I've already said. I'm going to be honest with you. My behind-the-scenes production before some of the early morning Zoom calls I was having with senior leaders across the Trust was like a runaway train before arriving calmly at the station and sitting in front of my laptop screen and smiling. I can think of less stressful ways to start the day than dragging the kids out of bed, getting breakfast sorted, getting them motivated, getting Joe Wicks on, all when trying to prepare for a presentation with, for example, a minister. But despite the chaotic mornings and the stress that it caused, I always intentionally brought my best self to every call, every single day. The reason is that one of my principal goals as a leader is to help set the right tone for my team, to communicate with clarity, to lead with trust, and to be empathetic to their personal situation. You see, what I realised quite early on is that everyone is struggling with hugely different challenges, and none of those challenges outrank others. Where some of my team were balancing family commitments and work, others were self-isolating and perhaps didn't see anyone from one day to the next. All one trying to adapt at an accelerated pace to changes in the organisation and changes in their personal lives. So as you go on your personal leadership journey, think intentionally how you enable others to lead with courage. Give people the confidence, set the goals and give them clarity that they need to be courageous leaders in their own right. And everyone you work with will feel like a valued member of a winning team. And like you, they will bring their very best selves to work every single day. My third and final takeaway is simply this. Be curious. Ask questions. Lots of questions. Because in my books, there is no such thing as a stupid question. For example, at the Trust, we ask young people to tell us why they chose us. And equally, to tell us why they didn't. By asking our customers this question, we are constantly learning constantly identifying problems and importantly coming up with solutions. And ultimately, being curious helps us to invest in our culture as a team every single day. I hope what I've shared with you in this short video today goes some small way to help you reflect on your own journey as a leader. And I will leave you with this question from Stephen Covey. When he asks in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, what is the one thing that you aren't doing right now that would make a tremendous and positive difference to your professional development? When you address this question, you are already well on your way to becoming an effective leader in your own right. Thank you and good luck on your leadership journey. So I want to say thank you, Mark, to, for sharing your story um, on leading your team both personally and professionally. As Mark says, leaders like yourselves are stepping up every day during a time and utilizing their own internal courage um, to overcome channels, um, challenges of the pandemic. Mark wants, to take, wants you to take away three things. Um, the first one is during uncertain times, look for meaning and purpose. Um, what are you hoping to do with your career? Um, be courageous and make those decisions. Um, whatever situation you're in, Bring your, bring your best self. So whether that is through your studies, going for a job interview, always bring your best self. And the third um, thing he wants you to take away is be curious. Ask lots of questions, be courageous, ask the questions that no one else will ask. Um, so I wanna thank 
both our speakers today for giving up their time to chatting to ourselves, to chatting to our students. We appreciate you coming along and giving, like I said, giving um, your time today. You have been listening to Find Your Future, a podcast from careers, employability and skills at Queen's University Belfast. For more career helps and advice, visit go.qb.ac.uk slash careers.